Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dirty Blondes. This week, I'm starting a brand new segment called Dear Dirty Blonde, where I answer all your questions and help give you advice on different scenarios that are happening in your life. If you would like to be featured on an episode, head over to my Instagram, which is Dirty Blondes Pod, and click the link in my bio, and you'll see a link for an anonymous form you can fill out. All right, let's just jump right in. So this listener said... I have a Zoom call tomorrow with a girl that I'm starting to be interested in. She wants to do this before an actual date. I feel like I'm even stiffer over Zoom than in real life, and I'm afraid she won't want to speak to me or see me again after this. How do I not totally freak out beforehand? I often feel so sick and have extreme anxiety before anything romantic. I know I'm a freak, but I can't control it. And I usually bolt. Hence why I've never been in a serious relationship. I'm so tempted just to leave for her sake. Please help. Okay. First of all, everyone's a freak. We're all weird and crazy and nutty in our own ways. So don't stress out about that. As far as the anxiety goes, if you're not in therapy and are open to it, I would consider starting there just as a long-term goal because this seems like this is a reoccurring thing in your dating life. So going to therapy, if you're open to it, will help you kind of combat some of these feelings that you're having. It's never too late to start therapy. I've been in therapy for over a year and my therapist has been very helpful with some of the issues that I've dealt with, with men and dating and all that kind of stuff. So I would highly suggest at least giving it a shot because you can always stop going if it's not for you, but it could be really helpful to help with your anxiety. Also, I feel like you're putting this girl on a pedestal. It seems like you're kind of acting like, oh, I might not be good enough for her. She might not want to see me again. You don't know how you're going to feel about her. Like you might get on this Zoom date and you might be like, wow, this girl is a piece of shit and I don't want to talk to her again. You know, it's like that's the whole point of dating. You can't put so much pressure on each individual date because at the end of the day, the worst thing that could happen is that the date sucks and you both never talk to each other again. And life goes on. There's always going to be someone around the corner. There are so many ways to meet people nowadays on various different dating apps and all of that stuff. So I wouldn't put so much pressure on this date or yourself because that's just not fair to you. You know, it's just you're human. We all you know, have our weird things that happen, but don't put so much pressure on yourself for this specific date. And I wouldn't cancel the date for her sake. She was clearly interested enough to set up the call. So let her decide, you know, like let her make the decision if she thinks that you guys are compatible or not. And like I said, if you're not, it's not the end of the world. You know, you'll meet someone else that's deserving of your time. So I'm going to give you some tips on ways that I would prepare for a Zoom date if I was feeling uncomfortable about it. The first thing would be is I would either let the person know that I don't do Zoom dates that often and I feel kind of weird doing them. So that way it's just kind of like leveled in the beginning that it might be a little awkward as you're getting going. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I like to just kind of be upfront about weird things about myself. So I feel like that's how I particularly would handle that. Also, just 
try to remember that it's a date. So don't take it too seriously. It's supposed to be fun. It's not an interview. So just kind of go with the flow. Obviously, you probably won't have enough time for this particular date. But for future Zoom dates, you could practice having video time with your either family or friends or coworkers just to get used to being on those types of calls. That way, you know, it's people that care about you and that aren't going to judge you and you'll feel more comfortable. So the more you do Zoom calls and FaceTime calls, I feel like the easier it will get especially once you start doing it more with strangers. Another great thing that you can do is make a list of either questions or topics in case there's a lull in the conversation. I know I've been on calls before and when a lull happens and there's that awkward silence, you kind of just end up staring at each other and it's weird. And then it makes it hard to think of something on the fly because then it's forced. So that way, if you kind of have a preset list of questions or topics to bring up, you can quickly glance at the list and go from there. So then it's not a full, just awkward lull. And then you guys can keep moving forward on the date. Another really great thing too, is you can plan an activity, even though you're not in the same room, you can still plan an activity together. So you're not solely relying on just the conversation. My favorite dating guru, Serena Kerrigan, has come up with this amazing card game called Let's Fucking Date. And basically, it's just a series of cards and questions that you ask each other while you're on a date. So this is a great tool that you can use while you're on a Zoom call. Obviously, you can use it while you're in person, too. But it's just there's a lot of unique questions in there and they're funny. It's a lot of fun to play. So I would highly suggest having that in your back pocket for future Zoom dates. Um, If you don't want to play that card game, obviously you could play like a game like Pictionary and try to like guess the pictures or you could do a drinking game if you want to be a degenerate like I probably would be. (laughs) Obviously, if you like If you're into cooking and baking and wine and food and all that stuff, you could do a wine tasting. You guys could pick the same type of either like appetizer or dessert or something or cocktail that you guys can make together. So that could be potentially fun. If you want to be more adventurous, you could do like takeout roulette. I've seen people do that when everyone was really heavy into quarantine. Uh, People would order each other food And they would have to say if they like it or not. So you're, you know, ordering your date's food. Another thing you could do is this was a big trend on TikTok for a while, um, the whole PowerPoint presentation. So it's meant to be like a funny presentation, either about yourself or just about a topic in general. So if you're creative and have a funny sense of humor, that's something that could be really interesting and fun to teach your date about. Um, so those are just a few things. Remember it's, you know, dating is meant to be fun. It's hard enough. So don't put so much pressure on yourself. I'm sorry that you're dealing with anxiety because I have dealt with it a majority of my life and it, it really fucking sucks. But there are ways to kind of get yourself in a different mindset. Just know that this isn't going to be your only date. If it doesn't go well, it's okay. You'll have another one soon. Okay. So best of luck. I hope your date works out. And if not, I hope the next one works out even better now that you have these tips for myself. Okay, the next question. Is it strange for a 22-year-old girl to be dating an 18-year-old guy? My ex and his brother told me to grow the fuck up and date my own age. Okay, well, if you're an avid listener to the show, you know that I do not give 
a flying fuck if anyone dates younger. Um, I think age is just a number. I obviously date guys like 10 or 12 years younger than me. So I don't think that there's a big deal with you dating an 18 year old. However, I know when I was in my 20s, I would have never entertained it only because at that point in my life, I was truly trying to date older guys. So for me, I can't directly relate. But hey, if you like this kid and you guys are compatible and you're on the same page with stuff, then why not? Go for it. I really don't think age is that big of a deal. Like I've said in previous episodes, my ex was 20 years older than me and he had, he was super immature and didn't have his life together. And I dated this one guy for a period of time and he bought a house and had a good job and the whole nine yards. So it was, you know, it's all relative to the person. I think you can, there's people who are older who are mature and there's people who are older who are immature and vice versa with younger people. So I really don't think it matters. But one one separate piece of advice that I would give to you is, I'm assuming you're both in college at this point. I would just, I don't know if you're going to the same college or what the deal is. But if you aren't, then I would not entertain this. College is not worth doing a long distance relationship for. Have fun, live your 20s out and have like the best time of your life. Because I'm telling you, if you do a long distance relationship that it seems like you're kind of fresh out of your previous relationship, if your ex and his brother are getting involved in your current dating life, I would just maybe use this guy as like your hot girl summer rebound kind of thing and then go back to school and do your thing. I went to a college where a lot of people were in relationships the entire time they were in college and they did long distance in some cases. And I cannot name one couple who is either still together or has not had one of the the spouses cheat on each other. My suggestion would be just to truly have the best time of your life in college because I did long distance when I was in college and I fully regret it. I fully regret all the opportunities I missed out on of just dating different guys and just living my life where I could, you know, not be attached to my phone, talking to my long distance boyfriend and all of that kind of stuff. So that's my advice to you. I don't think that it's strange that you're dating someone that's a couple years younger than you, but also make sure that you're dating them for the right reasons and you're not, you know, going to waste your time essentially. Okay. Next question. Me and my boyfriend have been together for a little over a year. While we both want kids in the future, we have different views as to when is the perfect time to have them. Personally, I want to have two kids and I want to have the first one before I'm 30. So in four to five years, I'm not ready to have children yet, but I believe in four to five years, I would be ready. He, on the other hand, says that he wants kids in 10 years. This is too much time for me. First, I think it is too late in my life to have my first child for me personally, because I think it's a medical risk and I don't want to be 60 when my kids are still figuring out their lives. Most of my friends are already having kids, so it feels like I'm already behind. We haven't discussed this in depth. I hope that as time goes by and our relationship progresses, he will change his mind as to when he wants kids. His main concern is money, but even now we are both financially okay. He has really high financial goals. Should I see how things are going or should I mention something? 
personally, I would, I mean, if you're already a year into your relationship, you know, you're only progressing further. It doesn't sound like you guys are, you know, on the verge of breaking up or anything. So I would definitely just have the tough conversation now because you're talking about two very big things that a lot of times are reason for people getting divorced. So you're talking about kids and you're talking about money. So I would try to sort this out sooner rather than later, because if you get to the point where you do get engaged or you do get married, and if you're not on the same page about what, how you're going to manage your finances and how you're going to deal with your child plan, as far as like when you're having them and all that stuff, that's a big issue. If you, haven't sorted it out before you progress in your relationship. I definitely would suggest having the conversation sooner rather than later. And just like you said to me about your concerns about medical risk and you not wanting to be an old parent and that you think that you're okay financially, those are valid points. And I think that you need to explain them in a way to your boyfriend where it's not so casual. I think you also need to understand his point of view from the finance part of it because I see his side of it. For myself, I know I'm 33 and I have a very nice life, but I know that I personally wouldn't be able to provide for a child right now the way that my parents provided for me. And that's something that is a complete deal breaker for me because I would want my kids to have the same things that I have. And I can't even afford some of that shit for myself right now. So for me, I I just personally think that's irresponsible. So I get where he's coming from with wanting to have kids later on in life because he just wants to make sure that he's doing right by his children, which is a very admirable thing. And that just shows that he's going to be a very good father, most likely based on that. Also, it's different for guys because think of how many guys are. I mean, one of my mom's friends, he's in his 60s. He got remarried and he just had a baby not too long ago because his wife was younger. And for him, it's different because he works all the time anyway. And he's not really not that he's not going to be involved in the child's life, but it's really the mother that's the one that's going to be involved. So if you guys are the same age, that's different, you know, as being an older mom versus being an older dad. That's something that he might not necessarily realize or be concerned about because the roles are typically a little different with moms and dads. I would definitely have the conversation sooner rather than later. I would actually sit down though and have a serious conversation about it. Not don't make it a casual conversation. It seems like the way that you guys talked about it before was on the more casual side, which is okay. At least you guys have started to talk about it, but these are very big things and very important things that are going to affect your life. Like money is very important because you guys also need to figure out like he might be thinking down the road, like he wants to pay for their college. And if you have a daughter pay for their wedding and things like that, all of that stuff adds up. Like a lot of people when they have kids are like, Oh yeah, I can afford a kid now because I can get them through daycare and this and that. But it's much more than that. Having a kid is much more than just, oh yeah, I'm going to be buying diapers and taking care of them. You forget about like the little league sports and after curricular activities and all these other things that add up. Kids are very, very expensive. And you have that's a burden that you have to have for a minimum of 18 years. So, and if you're a good parent, obviously you would go beyond that. <laughs> so I get where he's coming from. I get where you're coming from. I think if you really love him and you want 
to progress beyond this year and get to the point where you are married, I would 100% have the conversation sooner rather than later because you don't want to get to a point where you're closer to being engaged and you still haven't sorted this out and then what you're going to call off an engagement or something, you know, so it's like I would suggest having the conversation sooner rather than later. Okay. Alrighty. Next question. I've been dating this guy for almost two years now. I chose him because he's safe. He takes care of me well. He's soft spoken. He understands me. He doesn't even have a tiny chance of cheating on me. He doesn't force me into things I don't want to do. And he's a total gentleman. He's the best and I love him so much. But I have one tiny concern. I can't seem to feel butterflies. I know that feeling from my previous relationships, and I keep wondering why I don't feel it towards my boyfriend, even when he's being so sweet. I just don't feel it. I know it's not the basis of a relationship, but I should be able to feel it, right? I never felt it even at the beginning of our relationship. I know that I love him with all my heart, but I just want to feel that towards him. Am I a horrible person? Is there something wrong with me? Okay, no, I don't think you're a horrible person, and I don't think that something's wrong with you. But I do think that you love him, but maybe more as a friend. It doesn't seem like... I mean, I don't know what your sexual chemistry is like, but it seems you you literally said I chose him because he's safe. So safe guys are like, I'm sure he he sounds like an amazing guy. He sounds great. But are you in love with him or are you just in love with the security of him? You know, like, I don't know if you're in love with him. I think you might have a lot of love for him because he's such a great person and he obviously cares about you and he's a good person to have in your corner as, you know, a positive influence on your life. But I don't think that you're in love with him in a relationship type of way. Not that every single day in a relationship is going to be the butterflies and rainbows and fireworks and all that shit. That's that's not how it is. But if you didn't even feel that in the beginning, then... I, I don't necessarily feel that maybe he's the right one for you. I recently had gone on a couple dates with this one guy and it was the same thing. He checked off every box. He was perfect guy. Great job. Took me to really amazing restaurants. Complimented me all the time. Everything that you could think of. He was a really, really great guy. And I didn't feel a single thing. I wasn't excited when he texts me. I wasn't excited to see him. I was just going through the motions and I had gone on the first date with him and it was okay. And then I was like, all right, let me give him another chance. And I think by the third or fourth date, I was just like, okay, I have to end this now because I just wasn't feeling anything. And I literally said to my therapist, I said, I don't know what is wrong with me because I feel like I should be head over heels for this guy because he's checking off every single box that I I've wanted in a relationship and I feel nothing like I feel like I'm broken because I don't feel a single thing like when he texts me I'm just like okay like I you know I was never excited to see him it was just there was nothing there I think sometimes you can be compatible with a person like and our conversations were fine I wasn't sitting there like you know checking my watch every single time we hung out like every time we went out to eat we were the last people in the restaurant you know we would just talk and talk and talk but just because I can talk to someone and have great chemistry that way with them doesn't mean that it didn't mean that I was ready to be in a relationship with him. There was just truly no chemistry there. I saw him more as a friend than someone who I could be in a relationship with. So the fact that you're saying you chose him because he's safe, 
I don't know what your past relationships were like. To me, it seems like you probably got burned by someone and you chose this guy because you don't want to get hurt again. But do you want to like live the rest of your like adult life being in like a boring relationship where you don't really feel anything? Like, I'm not saying to break up with him, but I mean, there's, you know, something's got to give here because you're on the path after two years now to start talking about marriage and all that stuff. And if you're kind of bored now and what essentially should be the honeymoon phase, it kind of makes me nervous for you for when you do get married and, you know, potentially have kids with this guy down the road because, you know, marriages get pretty boring as like, you know, you start focusing on the kids and not each other. So it's like, if you're already in a weird spot or feeling like you're in a weird spot, I feel like it could potentially get a little trickier. So, but to answer your questions, I don't think you're a horrible person and I don't think something's wrong with you. I just don't think that this is necessarily the guy for you. I don't think that this is someone that is right for you and what you're needing. You know, like, yes, he's checking off the boxes, but just because he checks off the boxes doesn't mean that you should be in a relationship with him. So that's my two cents. Okay. And the last question, I've been seeing this guy for three months and we started off agreeing that it would be casual as neither of us wanted to be in a serious relationship. As time has gone by, I've caught feelings because of the way he treats me. We talk every day, go on dates sometimes. He's so sweet and attentive. The sex is amazing. And even when we don't have sex, he's super affectionate. So of course I caught feelings and I'm starting to see this as a potential relationship. He still seems hesitant to commit, saying he's not in a place to be in a relationship. I feel like he is scared. He got pretty hurt in his last relationship that ended like a year ago. I feel like by the way he acts, he must have some feelings. How can someone act this way and just want to keep being casual? Should I just be patient? Okay. Welcome to dating in 2021. I feel like, I mean, I've dealt with this personally and I cannot tell you how many times I've read a very similar scenario to this um, or, you know, heard about this on TikTok or whatever. I mean, there, this, this is a constant thing that happens. You're basically giving him the relationship benefits like for free. You know what I mean? Like you're giving him all of the things that he like wants out of a relationship, but you're not getting the commitment from him. So you need to take that away from him. Okay. If you're starting to get feelings for him, I went through the same thing with my fuck buddy that I had a couple years ago. We both were on the same page that it was going to be casual. And granted, we didn't go on dates or anything like that, but I did catch feelings for him. And it got to a point where I was like, I, I just have to, I have to end this because I can't see you anymore because you don't want to progress. Like he didn't want to progress into anything more. He just still wanted us to be fuck buddies, which was fine. But I said, you need to find a new fuck buddy. So I feel like if you sit there and kind of, have the conversation with him to say, look, I have feelings for you. If you don't want to commit, then we need to end this because I can't keep waiting around for you. I'm ready to be in a relationship now with someone and I'd prefer it be you because of our past. But if you don't want that, then that's okay. Then let's just be friends. Because honestly, at the end of the day, he, he'll he let it drag on because you're giving him all of these like wifey type benefits and 
he can sit there and still do whatever he wants. He doesn't have the, like you don't have the commitment from him that he's not like he could be sleeping with other people that you don't know about. And I would have that conversation with him and just say, look, you know, we either need to move forward or we need to just end this because it's not worth your time at the end of the day if you're not getting that commitment back from him. So I wouldn't be patient anymore. After three months, I mean, it just seems like he should kind of know what he wants or what he doesn't want. And if he doesn't want to be in a relationship with you, that's okay. But for your own peace of mind, then you need to just pull the rug from underneath him and just say, I don't want to do this anymore. And I know it sucks because you caught feelings for him. If your goal is to be in a relationship, then you need to tell him that. And you just say, Hey, look, if you don't want to be in a relationship now, that's fine. I'm ready to be in a relationship. So I'm going to date around and find people who are on the same page and who are ready to progress the same time that I am. Don't do it in an ultimatum way. You know, don't threaten him and say, oh, well, you can never talk to me again if you don't date me. Don't do it like that. Just simply say, look, I've loved all this time that I've spent with you and getting to know you and our sex is incredible, blah, 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 whatever you want to say. But I'm ready to move forward and be in a relationship with someone. I don't want to waste any more of my time because we're not on the same page. So I'm going to just let you be my friend and then we can go from there. So... I would definitely not be patient anymore. Three months is plenty of time because if you keep giving him these wifey type benefits and relationship type benefits, of course, he's not going to commit. You've already given him that like you're giving it to him for with, you know, with no commitment already. So why does he even need to commit? So stop doing that, first of all. And second, just have the conversation with him and just put it on yourself and just say, I'm not wasting any more of my time. I want to be in a relationship with someone. So I'm going to start dating other people so I can work towards what I'm, I want in life. So that would be my suggestion for that scenario. It sucks. We've all been there. It's that's just so common in dating nowadays, but that's what you got to do. Cause otherwise you're going to drive yourself absolutely insane. Okay, guys, that was all the questions for today. I appreciate you guys writing in. I love answering them for you. So like I said in the beginning of the show, if you would like to submit a question or if you need advice on anything, head over to Instagram, Dirty Blondes Pod, submit your question or your story, and I'd be happy to respond to it in one of the future episodes. Also, don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts and give me a five-star rating, please. And a written review would be also really nice if you could. Um, If you want to be a guest on the show, the guest questionnaire link is in the Dirty Blondes pod bio as well. So check that out. I'm always happy to have you guys on as guests. So if you would like to be on the show, hit me up. I hope you have a great week. I hope you guys are enjoying your hot girl summer. Stay safe. Have lots of fun sex. And I hope you have a great weekend. I'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Love you. Bye.